Uh, where was I? Oh, yes. Okay, I'm ready to go if you are. Yep. Okay. <coughs> Places, everyone. <coughs> There's no one in here but me, so... That could be a sign of dementia. Either that or they listened really well. The following episode of The Walking Dead Podcast is brought to you by Audible.com. Audible.com is the premier source of spoken audio information and entertainment on the internet. Choose from their extensive catalog of over 215,000 audio programs from leading audiobook publishers, comedy specials, magazine and newspaper publishers, business information providers, as well as many other products. Audible is also the preeminent provider of spoken word audio podcasts for Apple's iTunes Store. In addition to audio programs from outside publishers, Audible.com introduces Audible Studios. Matching the most imaginative and esteemed authors with the world's best performers, including Academy Award winners, respected stage actors, and Juilliard graduates, Audible Studios produces a diverse catalog of engaging audio ventures for every age. Sign up today for your free, no-obligation trial membership at audibletrial.com forward slash dead. You'll get a free audiobook, and you'll be helping to support The Walking Dead podcast. So head on over to audibletrial.com forward slash dead and start a new adventure today. And now, we're pleased to present the latest episode of The Walking Dead Podcast. And I heard, as it were, the noise of thunder. It's The Walking Dead Podcast. Got any advice for me? Yeah, I'd say make a run for it. This is The Walking Dead Podcast, a podcast dedicated to The Walking Dead television show on AMC and The Walking Dead comic from Image Comics. Come on, come on! So sit back, relax, and join the herd. And the only thing we gotta do is kill every last one of them. And hell will follow with him. Compound's not far off. If he made it, if they know we're coming, they're gonna be ready. Two possibilities, just one fact. And what's that? We shall be ready regardless. What's about to happen? It's not just a few walkers, you know that, right? Yes, and yet I smile. Why? My lot, my job, to simply project such certainty. No, and yes, yes and no, and then finally yes to both. Shake it till you make it, baby. That's what I've done and what I do. I am king because I... I have provided a light to lead my people forward through the darkness, and they have made my fictions realities. So with all this, and everything that's happened... All of us may not make it. We may not even win. And yet I smile. There will be no fantasies of failure this day.
And welcome to another episode of the Walking Dead Podcast. I'm Scott, and here with me, as always, is the one, the only, the awesomely great, Mr. Gary. Oh, I thought I told you. I'm going by Morales now. That was a long time ago. (laughs) That was a long time ago. Yeah. I didn't even recognize him. That's how long it's been. You look, I mean, I, I, you know, I kind of did because it seemed like it was important, and I'm like, oh, wait a minute. Uh, but it plus we actually we were just talking about him last week because of the potential of using him yeah. in the crossover, so it was kind of fresh in my mind. But still, it was. Yeah, I thought, oh, that's how they're working that in. I got it. <laughs> Somebody's listening yeah. to our show. <laughs> all right. Next, the Vatos are going to appear. Oh yes, that's all we need. Yeah, that's all we need. The guy that got shot in the ass. <laughs> I like that Josh and Irwin made a kind of made a joke about that. Now, doesn't he shoot zombies with those bolts and then he like takes them out of the zombie and it doesn't look like he puts them through any kind of sterilization process and then he yeah. shoots a guy in the ass. Does that mean the guy's going to turn into a zombie now? Because he wow. got infected with the <laughs> smeg covered bolt? Could be. Yeah. These are the questions that never quite got answered. Mm. That's an episode that Robert Kirkman wrote too. Like, what the hell were you on? Drugs? I would have left that whole one out of there. Yeah. But yeah. it's now canon. Sure it is. Fodder. Oof. Yeah. Canon fodder. That's <laughs> yes, exactly. That's good. All right. Well, this is episode one ninety nine. Of the wow. podcast, Gary. One ninety nine, one short of the milestone that's not. <laughs> but, Story of my life. <laughs> yes, I can relate. Yeah. But first, well, you know, I'm going to do this without cookies this week. No cookies? No, I ate them all. <clears throat> oh, wow. Well, you know, you heard me do it. Yeah, anyway, they go quick. <laughs> they go quick, yes. White chocolate macadamia. Yum. There is no substitute. No, there is not. Except for like. Another kind of cookie, but yeah, <laughs> carrot cake is a good substitute, I guess. Sure. But if we're talking cookies, I don't know. As always, you can leave your comments and feedback by emailing us at bettycrocker.com, I mean, twdpodcast at gmail.com, or G or Deli brownies. Have you had those? Yeah, I have, those actually. They're amazing. Good. Yeah. They don't they sell pretty- those at the store, though. Really? Brownies. I haven't seen a. Well, I hardly ever see a Giardelli store anymore. True. There's the one at Downtown Disney, but it's like packed always. Uh-huh. And then there's one in Miami Beach, but that's neither here nor there. Uh, <laughs> you can post a comment on our Facebook page as well. That's that's still on know, Facebook. You know where it is. Yeah. All right. Cool. Exactly. You can also give us a call on our voicemail line at five six one five zero one one four eight three and let us know what is you know. On your Walking Dead mind again. That's five six one five zero one one four eight three. I've we... just been waiting. I've been waiting Wait. for a call. Not and even nothing. one ring. Not even one oh. ring and a hang up. Not even a telemarketer. I just I get nothing. You know. Yes, you'd be happy for that. It's like, oh, someone yeah. remembered me. <laughs> someone that wants my money remembered me. Somebody remembered me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yes, we got an email from from a listener. 
who was asking us about the lack of our show on iTunes at present. Mm-hmm. Just to reiterate, for those of you that uh, missed that part of the previous episode, and this is what I responded to the guy, due to technical issues with our previous server setup, we can't use that anymore. So we're in the process of reapplying to iTunes. But you can hear our our episodes on SoundCloud for the moment. But once we get on iTunes, then we will be quickly reapplying to all the other platforms as well, Stitcher, Intune Radio, Player FM, and so on. But we're not quite there yet. So it's just on SoundCloud for the moment. And yeah, that's that's about that. <laughs> so. Do you have anything Can I to do add? one little, uh, I wanted to do one little news point. But of course. Here. Of yeah. course. And uh, we we used to do the ratings in every episode, but now we kind of just talk about it when it's important, and a premiere certainly qualifies. So, right, right. Yeah, the ratings dropped uh, pretty considerably. It was the lowest rated premiere since season two, with uh, 11.4 million viewers, which is wow. still far and away number one in cable. Um, I wonder if that means know. that the ratings dropped on everything. I don't know. I didn't really look at that. Um, Was there a football game on that day? I'm not sure, to be honest. There might have been something going on, or maybe there wasn't. We're just going to go with, there was a big soccer (laughs) game on somewhere. Yeah. Some sort of game, you know, foosball or something. There was the Uh, Walking Dead (laughs) Survival Instinct Championships. Yeah, that's what everybody's watching, eSports. I'm sorry. Uh, (laughs) No Man's Land. Survival Instinct is that other game. I was, you know, I was just going to gloss over it, but all right. Uh, no, um, with the uh, Live Plus 3, uh, you know, the DVR numbers added in, um, it brought it up to 15 million, which oh. is better, but still not amazing. Um, but I think it more speaks to, yeah, I'm sure the viewership dropped a little bit. I know last season was hit or miss for a lot of people. Um, but I think really the issue is just how we watch TV nowadays, especially... Yeah. A cable show like that, like I know, uh, Game of Thrones is regularly the most pirated uh, TV show um, ever. Uh, I think Walking Dead is probably right up there with it. You know, um, a lot of people just don't watch the first day. You know, whether they watch it on DVR or yeah, I don't either. And I, I, I mean, I got to for the premiere, luckily, but I don't usually. In fact, uh, this week I watched it mainly through um, AMC Premiere. Which, if you feel like spending the money for no commercials, <laughs> I'm like that. But uh, it's four ninety nine a month. That's not too bad. So I'll keep it until hiatus, and mm. then it goes. Because Hall and fires off the air. So what am I supposed to do? Watch Walking Dead online. Yeah, that that's it. That's it. All right, all right. I'm glad I guessed it. And that happened. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah. Basically, the ratings dropped. But it's still, um, I even as I was looking for the ratings again, just to get an exact number a little earlier, I saw a, a headline that was why The Walking Dead's dropping ratings aren't an issue. And I want to say it was from a, a big magazine like Variety. Yeah. Um, it was some reputable source. But basically, the point is, it doesn't really matter. Yes, it's a drop, but it's not like it's getting like 5 million viewers. You know, if it dropped to that, it would be concerning, especially, you know, after a season where they had a pretty strong premiere. 
but you know it's it's not an issue it's just uh something i wanted to mention and bring up because uh we'd like to talk about the ratings here and there just to update it's also i guess hard to keep something like that going Mm-hmm. At a at a high degree, like it was. I mean, it's pretty much the same. I mean, the story is not the same, but it's the same environment, and yeah, you know, they've ratcheted it up with Negan. But other than that, it said their uh, highest premiere was, I believe, over twenty million, like twenty point one million in season so, five. Season five, yeah, yeah. But I mean, still, it, it's yes, that's a really great number, and of course, they, I'm sure they would be happier if they got that number yeah but you know it's not a failure by any means oh no no it's and like i said that that happens Mm -hmm. at times um i was talking to somebody who works for a television network the other day and they were saying that when they first came out with like on demand and stream or on demand basically you know before there was streaming it was one of these things that very few people very few entities were willing to try because they were like well that'll kill our live That'll kill our live uh, performance numbers, our live ratings. Because mm. if you can watch it whenever you want, then why would you sit and watch it live? Yeah. And what he told me was, what they found was it actually increased. After mm. time, it increased their live numbers because people would catch up, and then they'd be into it, so they'd start watching it live to watch it when mm. it came out. I think like Breaking Bad really gained its great popularity through like Netflix. Yeah, I know Netflix helped them out a lot. I mean, I didn't watch that at all. I I heard an interview with Aaron Paul who played Jesse Pinkman mm-hmm. on the show and then it sounded interesting to me. I didn't know what it was, but um that was already at the end of season 4. Wow. And so I I didn't even start watching it until they were almost off the air. Yeah. But I watched I wasn't on Netflix yet but I watched it on DVD and really just flew through it and I, I just loved it and then on came out on DVD and I mean on Netflix and I ended up watching it again so well that's what I um kind of going off what you were saying that's why I like to include the plus three numbers yeah um and some shows uh they'll even put out they'll add in uh their website or streaming service viewing numbers. Really? Um, and I've even seen some add in the Hulu views. No um, and I like that because, well, let's be honest, I don't have a Nielsen box. I'm pretty sure you don't have a Nielsen box. I can't um, comment on that. <laughs> even if you do, it really doesn't matter because it's, it's such a kind of outdated system that you know it doesn't that would be a waste to give me one i never watch <laughs> anything when it's on <laughs> um yeah but uh it, it's so much more important to me nowadays not important but uh valuable valuable yes nowadays to mm-hmm. include all these other services i mean obviously they can't fully account for uh downloading or torrenting um and right. things like that but even sometimes I've seen people throw that in that uh, it was the most torrented uh, episode of television of the week or the most torrented movie of the week and things like that. They'll try to throw that in there and estimate how many millions downloaded it by looking up some of the top sites or whatever. Uh-huh. And you can do that too even, but it just the ratings to me are so outdated. I like when 
they throw in these extra numbers, especially when it gives it a good boost, because then that's really showing that people are watching. You know, yeah. they might not get to watch it the day of, but they're still consuming your product and, oh, you yeah. know, watch it. And like you said, um, just because the ratings weren't great for the premiere doesn't mean they're not going to stay steady and maybe even rise a little bit throughout the season because people catch up where they do and they like watching it, you know? Yeah. So. now on episode two i thought it was progressing really well i really liked this episode me too i liked it better than i i, I liked it better than the season premiere to be honest I, I do too although i think the season premiere set up a lot of things oh, well oh yeah absolutely as it should you know but i really like how they ramped it up a lot in this episode oh yeah it really I, was all at war you and know? and what i liked what i liked again is the thing i keep mentioning the adaptation is phenomenal mm. Mm-hmm. Because the way the story progresses in the comic, there are issues of the the comic in All Out War that deal just with these assaults on the outposts. Yeah. I mean, there's one where it's Ezekiel relating a battle that just took place and what happened. Oh, that was a good issue. T- yeah, and you don't know, you don't really, you know it's him, but you don't know who he's talking to for a while. And then he sounds like he's telling Michonne, who, Michonne and Ezekiel are in a relationship in the comic. Mm-hmm. And he's telling her about what happened and, you know, how he feels afterwards, which was a very interesting development in his character. But if I was Carol in this one, I would have been like, do you mind with the fucking king shit? Jesus, <laughs> there's nobody around, man. <laughs> but I, did, I like how how he handled that. He kind of broke character. But Fake it till you make it, baby. baby. Yeah. <laughs> I thought that yeah. was awesome. Yeah. I'm like, all right, I don't mind it so much. Because at least he's <laughs> cognizant that he sounds like he's full of shit. Yeah. <laughs> well, he did say he was a bullshitter. Yeah, he did. So at least, you know, he's honest about it. Which is good. Yeah. Very good. So. <laughs> Very good. All right, well, I, I wrote some, you know, wrote some notes down this time. Okay, me too. And, uh, um, I did notice that, you know, they put together these... Intricate attack plans. I love the thing. I didn't really. I thought the shielding on the cars was for what they used last week. I didn't realize that it was like a, a kind of a shielding for a gun port. Yeah. As well, which makes sense. Yeah. Uh, I love that the cars rolling in and the people shooting out the sides of the the uh, the corrugated steel, and then I I love how. The, the head of the saviors in that one outpost, the, the lady, mm-hmm. was thinking, well, you know, the, we can hold them off from rushing in. And then she realized when she saw some of her dead turn, they never meant to rush us. Yeah. <laughs> they meant to keep us contained until the the dead in here started to turn. Well, that was such a cool idea that, you know, they just come up with shielding, stay far enough back that they can pick off people until their own zombified partners kill them off. You yeah. Know? It's that pretty was- cool. That was a great idea. Good tactics there. Yes. <laughs> but I was wondering, you know, they and this probably fit in with it, but they got all these weapons together. They got ammunition and so forth, but no improvised explosives? Hmm. Like Molotov cocktails or anything like that? 
Yeah, that would be a good idea. I would think they would have that, but again, it's a little hard to go too mobile with that either, so True. they probably didn't. But anyway, I absolutely loved Jerry with his battle axe. Protect the yeah. king! Like, <laughs> Protect yourselves! Protect the king! <laughs> yeah, that was cool. That was great. Um, and then, uh, what befell this creature? And then Jerry <laughs> looks at him after he just axed the guy, and he says, well, besides you. <laughs> that was cool. That was funny. Uh, fake. You mentioned fake it till you make it, baby. Mm-hmm. I thought that was. I I I felt much better about his thespian BS after he broke character and said that to her. Um, I liked Rick's way to end the fight. Just kind of hook a guy. Yeah. On the wall. <laughs> but of course. Yeah. Uh was that baby alive? Yeah. And he left it. Cause the baby looked like the. Well, he had he didn't leave the the area. He just went into another room. Well, yeah, but he um, he left the baby there. He wasn't taking the baby yeah, with him the or baby, whatever. I wasn't sure if the baby was dead or the baby was sleeping. Um, to me, it looked like the baby was sleeping, yeah. and he was just not horrified necessarily, but uh, well, shocked kind of by shock. Shocked clearly that guy was fighting like crazy because his baby was his in kid. there. Yeah. yeah, and he thought he was protecting the guns, but. It was a child. When he looked in the mirror at himself, you could tell he was like, man. I like that. I really like that scene where he was reflecting. Me too. Jesus. Um, I thought Morgan was amazing doing that little, where he walked in and just bang, 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 bang. That was really badass, but a counter to that. How did he survive? The two dudes next to him died. I I mean, I get it. And, um... (laughs) One thing that was cool too, you you probably didn't uh, see Talking Dead this week, did you? Armor on. No, I did not get a chance to see it. They um, I, I got to watch it, and uh, they had a video interview clip from Lenny James, oh. and he said it's really cool in a show that's lasted as long as The Walking Dead to be able to have a line like that. I don't die. Yeah, and it means so much because this character has been through so many things. You know, it, it could be referencing several different parts of his character and things that have happened to him. Um, and he's like, in what could just be a normal statement, a normal statement, um, it's also kind of, to him, it's like a curse. Yeah. You know, like, I don't die and I I won't. It's just like he was how it doing, is. He was kind of devolving into his uh, mentality he was in when he was clearing. Yeah, yeah. And I wish he would have shot that dude. That said, oh, they transferred you too? Like, what, are we friends? Yeah. You were a complete and total prick the last time I saw you. (laughs) And then you killed this kid in front of me. Yeah. And you're like, oh, hey, I know you. What? (laughs) Fuck you. I didn't didn't realize, too. Is he wearing that kid's armor that died? Yes. Because they made reference to him wearing kid's armor or something like that. And you could could always see that it was small on him, but I didn't realize that was... That was that kid's armor. Wow, yeah. That's neat. So I like I would have I would have shot him. I wouldn't like hesitate. Yeah. I would have just walked <laughs> up and shot him. Which brings me to that whole. I would have been like, and, and, and fuck that surrender shit. <laughs> I'm like I get what they're trying to do with the the whole conundrum, and we, we don't want to be like them. I'm with. I'm sorry. I'm with Tara on that. Me too. I like what she said. Okay, we'll do it the hard way, but I can guarantee Maggie might listen to you, but Rick is gonna listen to me. 
No. I, I wrote down in my notes on the bad column, I put, Jesus pulls a dot, dot, dot. Well, yeah. Jesus. <laughs> yeah. And wants to capture those who surrender instead of... If I was terrible, I'd have been like, you know, let's not forget that Jesus is just your nickname, pal. <laughs> and what are they going to do? House them in a jail? That's like, the they're other gonna, thing. They're going to have to build the jail? Now, or like, now you know, they got to feed, house, and guard all those people. And it didn't yeah. look like a small group of people either. It looked like about 20 or 30 people. Yeah, it was a crowd. The other thing is, they had still had 20 or 30 people after they left, after they killed all those other people? Good <laughs> God, how many people do they have? <laughs> right. I'm serious. That's why I'm, I mean, and, and, and given the little surprise at the end there, mm-hmm. with Morales... I said I didn't recognize that that was Morales until Rick goes, oh, you're Morales from the camp in Atlanta. I'm like, Mm -hmm. oh, shit. Maybe this (laughs) will lead into the crossover. But I'm saying, here's my problem, one problem with it. He was there. He was a savior because clearly he's loyal to the saviors. Right. But... And then clearly all the saviors have been briefed about this guy, Rick, who mm. leads a group of survivors, and what, Morales is a savior and it never came up? Yeah, you know, I was with a guy named Rick Grimes in a mm. camp in Atlanta. Yeah. And it never came up? This is the problem with retconning. Obviously they didn't add Morales in until later. But you would think, given all that, Morales might have said, oh, by the way, Mr. Negan, um, I was with these people once. Mm. I don't know. One thing I liked, um, Gimple on Talking Dead said that, uh, going back to kind of the Morales inclusion, he mentioned that uh, the hearkening to season one and the references are fully intentional and they're kind of... Uh, not necessarily trying to return the show to season one, because they also mentioned that uh, the way this episode was very action-heavy, that's going to continue. They're keeping on at this pace, he says. Um, But it's interesting that they're really doing a lot of references to not only just season one, but previous seasons. Um, I didn't notice this. Maybe you did. In uh, last week's episode, the premiere, when... um, Carol and Tara are up on that rooftop mm-hmm. waiting. On the bridge, yeah. Or the bridge, yeah. Did you notice uh, there was a shot where Tara was sitting there eating the licorice or whatever, and Carol looks to her side? And I didn't notice, but there was a flower painted on the bridge. I didn't see that, but I remember them talking about that somewhere. Yeah, I didn't notice that, and I don't remember hearing that. I thought that was really cool. Um, I remember them mentioning that in, in Talking Dead, but I don't remember I, I don't remember okay. seeing that at all. But yeah, there's yeah. a call back to look at the flowers. And then um, another kind of, not necessarily a reference, but I think it was inspired by at least, uh, the shot, the bird's eye view shot of all the walkers swarming Mm -hmm. in the the premiere really does harken back a lot to the look at least of uh, the walkers swarming the tank. Yeah, I thought of that too. The first season. I, I noticed it looked familiar and it, you know, harkened to something, but I didn't really think about it that much. But, uh, it's cool that they're bringing back, you know, touchstones to earlier seasons and making references, um, which kind of going back to what uh, Lenny James said, it's it's cool to have a show that's lasted so long with such history right. that they can pull these things out and it actually has an impact. 
you know. I agree. Yeah. Yeah, I I thought that especially that surrounding that camper. Yeah. Yeah. But I wonder if that's going to mean you know, that Gabriel was there taking the place of Holly. Sort of. <laughs> yeah. If that means uh, he's dead. I don't know. I don't know. But Francine got shot, so. Yeah. I thought Francine was going to live forever. <laughs> I was on Team Francine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we talked about Morgan earlier. I wanted to mention... On Talking Dead, they asked what Eastman would think of Morgan now, picking up a gun and just killing so easily like that and being so almost desensitized where he was like a monk for a bit there. Uh, (laughs) And he said, yeah, he's like, Eastman would be disappointed. And uh, then they asked, well, what do you think Eastman would do if he was still around now with this whole Negan thing going on? Do you think he'd be a badass like Morgan and just, you know, taking people out? Or do you think he'd... Uh, you know, not want any part of it. And he, uh, Gimple said, well, I think he would try to talk to Negan and that probably wouldn't work out too well for him, but he'd probably try to, uh, you know, more just, um, be diplomatic about it instead of coming in guns blazing. But right. yeah. I thought that was an interesting point. I, I agree. Yeah. I agree. I wonder what Did you have any more. I wonder what Shane would be doing. <laughs> Me too. Yeah. He'd be wanting to hang around with his daughter, Judith. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, did you notice Bernthal was not at the at the premiere party? Yeah, oh, you're he, right. He, he, he didn't, didn't send a in a video. No. Well, you know, he's the Punisher now, so he's got yeah. he's got better things to do. Bigger fish to fry. Yeah. So I got one last thing to talk about here, one more point. Okay. Um, on Talking Dead, they mentioned something really interesting, and I'm sure you noticed it too, because um, we always talk about how the uh, the imagery and the symbolism of things are really neat on the show. The uh, close-ups of all yes. the main characters I don't know what in the, the beginning and the end. About. Yeah, I didn't really either. I thought it was a neat choice to frame the episode, you know, with the basically yeah. seeing where they're at through their facial expressions, you know, and that's interesting. Um, but it goes beyond that. And Scott Gimble mentioned that the close-ups represent the way the season is going to go in that it's basically a split storyline where we're going to follow all of the characters and they're all going to have important things, important events uh, in their story. Sounds like contracts. Yeah. (laughs) Um, But I thought it was interesting that their their focus this season is on... um, you know, the group dynamics and the characters themselves and splitting them up to see how they pair differently. Like, we don't get to see... Uh, we don't get to see Rick and Daryl go off together very much. You know? You've seen other people teamed up with Daryl here and there, like Beth and whatnot in early seasons. But to see just the two of them go on a little mission together... Just the one. You know? Yeah, it was pretty cool. Um, and uh, the other groups... <laughs> Um, I was reading a recap again today just to refresh myself and uh, they gave all the groups different names and my favorite was the uh, the group that were doing the uh, shooting. They called them Team Target Practice and uh, what was the other one? Team Bible Study was the other one. I forget. They were pretty funny names. Oh, but, the one with Jesus? Yeah, <laughs> Team Bible Study. Huh. Uh, I forget what Ezekiel's team was. 
But anyways, it doesn't matter. Uh, King just, Shakespeare. King Shakespeare. Team Shakespeare. Team Shakespeare. Team Shakespeare. Uh, try it again. Try it again. Team Shakespeare. Team there Shakespeare. Team there Shakespeare. You there you go. <laughs> uh, but no, it was... Um, it's really cool. They, uh, I forget, there was an actual term for the storytelling that uh, Scott Gimple used. But their whole uh, goal this season is to really button down on the characters and uh, give them all some development and uh, see different pairings than we're used to. So I thought that was really neat. That's good. Yeah. Sounds like they're... Sending it in the right direction, so I'm I'm glad to see that. I, I do like the focus on these outpost attacks. Yeah, and with the you know with the pairings, the different pairings that they're gonna have of uh, team members, it sounds like a good way to to show it through that vantage point. It's cool because I mean the the two comments he said about this season was it's gonna continue to be as action heavy as this episode was, and they're gonna focus on the characters and. Uh, not only developing them, but showing them together. And I think that's really cool. Yeah. I think that'll work out well. I I, I wonder if they're going to keep Tara and Jesus together. That'd be kind of interesting to see how that works out. Yeah, I'm they have shoot, a cool dynamic. I'm shooting this guy. I don't care what you say. I'm shooting him right in the face. That's it. So. All right, well, that's uh, that's all we have today. Remember to leave your comments and feedback by emailing us at twdpodcast@gmail.com or posting a comment on our Facebook page. On Facebook? Yes. It's there, I promise. Yes. And you can also <laughs> give us a call on our voicemail line at 5615011483. And as always, there's never been a better time to be a nerd. Exactly. So stay safe, Doral, Florida. Yes. Yeah. It's, uh, We're going with that one. This home weekend. of the Trump National Doral Golf Course <laughs> that I have to drive by all the time. <clears throat> the cash cow of the Trump Industrial Empire. So now that you know that, you can sleep what better. Yeah, yeah, definitely. It'll, it'll really enrich my life. I know it did. That's why I brought it up. Thanks, That's Scott. What I'm here for. So you know. Yeah. All right, well, we'll see you back here for our next episode, and hopefully we'll be back up on iTunes very soon. Hike. Yep. Well, you're supposed to let me say hike first. I thought I, I thought you were going to take a second. I did take a Come second. Come on, re- redo your hike. No, I did it. That's no, you got you got to have a clean it hike. Have, it doesn't have the same effect if you do it again. Oh, no. It's a, it's a contained thing. Okay. You know, I'm just going to leave it lying right there. Like a football that hit the ground and nobody wants to pick it up. Aw. What? Enjoy. This must be where pies go when they die. Well, shit. I'm sorry. I was in a meeting. And I want to thank all of you for not being here today. And not having this meeting with me or or being seen on your way out. That's our show for today. Thanks for joining us. Please check out our website for all the latest news and updates at thewalkingdeadpodcast.com and like us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash walkingdeadpodcast. You can also follow us on Twitter at TWDpodcast. 
If you like the show, let us know what you think. You can email comments and feedback to twdpodcast at gmail.com, as well as leave us a review on iTunes. You can also post comments on our website and Facebook page. The Walking Dead podcast can be heard at iTunes, Stitcher Radio, TuneIn Radio, Podbean.com, and SoundCloud. If you're an Android user, you can also download a dedicated Android app at playerfm.com and the Google Store. Please help support The Walking Dead podcast by visiting our sponsor, audible.com, and signing up for your free, no-obligation trial membership at audibletrial.com forward slash dead. Many of our sound effects are provided courtesy of free SFX. Please check them out for all your sound effects needs at www.freesfx.co.uk. Once again, thank you for listening, and we'll see you back here for the next episode of The Walking Dead Podcast.